Welcome back. Another week, another show, another episode. And ladies and gentlemen, I am proud and I'm so happy and I can't believe it we made it this far. And this, welcome to welcome you guys to the 100th episode of the One Micronesia Podcast. And the person to get on this episode, I think for me, is has been somebody that I've always wanted to jump on the podcast with me. It's just that it's he's been so busy, two terms in the Guam legislature. So you know how busy that can get. So I am so honored to have him on the podcast with me, the one, the only, Senator Clint Rogel. Thank you and welcome to the show. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Vic. Could you it's it's my suck. honor. <laughs> so, uh, wow, Senator, uh, we kick off the podcast here, the 100th episode and i can't even believe i'm saying 100 episode i can't man believe that's it. an amazing accomplishment first of all <laughs> congratulations to you thank you on your 100th episode of this one micronesia podcast man that's a huge milestone thank you uh, it is uh, it's it's been huge and I, I i i go around you know the stores and and i do all these events and stuff and it, it really has it really has uh shown um that it's it's working um it just a little background if nobody um if you're wondering like how it all began we started the podcast in 2019 uh literally days after um the machete attacks in mangilao mm-hmm. um so i gotta you know shout it out to um to sabrina sauce matt tanani for mm-hmm. for for bringing that idea up oh, absolutely. teaming yes. up with uh with paul Tapao um to to create something to kind of take light away from from all the uh, the negativity that that was right that, we, that was uh being um that that the the FSM community was facing at the time yeah. it was it was crazy and and even I stopped reading the comments after that I think yeah. you know you, if if you're somebody who loves reading comments I think when you read those types of comments you're just like oh wow it's, yeah so uh yes that's how far we've come since 2019 and uh i think halfway through uh the episodes i believe at episode 20 or 20 to 30 um we've started to see the difference in in the comment sections and you know from so have i yes Yes. and and i was gonna ask you that you know like so how's um you know you as you know you've been following the podcast for for so long and 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 being a center as well and i think you know you you jumped in at that that around that time so how was that you know as a senator you know jumping in you know being of uh chukis descent and and you know being at a level where you know people look up to you and you know these are our leaders and stuff so what was going through your mind and as all of that was happening yeah um it's been of course a challenge but i knew it would be challenging um <clears throat> you know dealing with um um uh, these issues of um you know race we can call it racial tensions, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, there was a lot of tension, especially, as you mentioned, after um, those uh, the Machete uh, incident in Manila kind of sparked a lot of these things. Um, and uh, I think through the efforts that uh, people like yourself and others in the community have done to try to bring everyone together, I think has really helped uh, prevent things from getting worse when I think they could have gone another direction and could have gotten totally worse uh, for the island in terms of uh, people getting along. Don't get me wrong, there's still a lot of problems and there are still a lot of tensions. Uh, You know, it's almost impossible to eliminate 100% any sort of uh, racial tensions. I mean, you can see it in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, every day there's some sort of racial tensions in the right. U.S. between the many different races there. And that's, that's what happens when you mix a lot of different cultures together. It's just, mm-hmm. a, it's just a part of human nature. You know, people want to stick to their culture. And then so that can kind of put them against another person's culture. Mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> without having a full understanding of that culture. But I think the efforts that uh, your podcast particularly has done have been great because you've been able to showcase the positive side of people from the FAS or freely associated mm-hmm. states, uh, people from throughout Micronesia. And just the name of your podcast alone is perfect because mm-hmm. it's One Micronesia, reminding everyone that we are all one. Mm-hmm. We're all one people. No matter where you're from, we're human sure. beings, right? Mm-hmm. And then if you want to get even smaller than that, we're all islanders. We're yes. all from Micronesia. Mm-hmm. Even the Marianas is in the geographical region of Micronesia. And although Chamorros do have a very distinct and unique culture, as we all do, mm-hmm. they share a lot in common with other people in the Micronesian region just by, you know, just by being islanders Mm -hmm. you know we all live off the land and the sea the ocean is a very important part of islander culture you know we all eat things um uh traditionally eat things like uh breadfruit you know in fact chamorros have a name for it lemai and you can Mm -hmm. still see lemai on the on the fiesta table during fiestas Mm -hmm. right and we all know like uh islanders love uh lemai throughout this whole region (laughs) everyone has their own name for it uh in chuk it's actually called mai yeah uh, what is it called in Yat? So we call it So. So okay, yeah. but see, we we all like that stuff, mm-hmm. right? So there's a lot more that we have in common than we have that's different, mm-hmm. and I think podcasts like yours helps to share and showcase what we have in common rather than showcasing what our differences are. Yes, and you know, like thank you for talk, the the name of the podcast too. Is I wish I was the one who came up with it, but it really <laughs> was a concept that um, that goes back to um, you know the late uh, Eddie uh, Edmund Wengu. Yes, and and the team at uh, the Minielu at the time before mm-hmm. you know they created the the sub uh, sub uh, sub part of it, which is mm-hmm. Micronesia Resource Center as we yes. see it now, which they're doing amazing, and I thank oh, them yeah. every day, and I thank Sam, like Sam, you guys are doing so good. Like thank you guys so much for what you're doing. Thank you to the team that 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 grew from just three to now to about twelve. Right. They have a whole team right now that yes. they can mobilize at one time and cover the whole island. So they're that, doing an amazing yes. job. That's another mm-hmm. organization is doing an amazing job to help bridge all these gaps between the different cultures on Guam. Oh yes. So you know it goes back to to. To, to brother Edibu and and you also got to thank uh, Sergeant Paul Tapa who's been in it oh, since the absolutely. beginning. Yes, and he's always he was one of the the reasons why the the podcast started. He reached out to Sam and Sabrina. I was like, we have to do something about this. What do we do? And Sabrina was like, well, let's keep. We did a five. We did a four. Um, a, a one Micronesia four series. Uh, with just. F- featuring four um, uh, amazing uh, uh, FAS citizens here on Guam working in the hotel industry, like working elsewhere in industries that you'd think, you know, they would never work or they're working at it at, but not really getting the recognition they, they deserve. So that four part series was so huge that Paul Tapa was like, Sabrina, we have to do something. So that's where this came out. I got pulled to the side by Sabrina and Bree was like, "You, we're gonna, we want to do this thing, and there's nobody fit to do the, to be the host than you." And this was, mind you, this was days after the 2019 uh, machete attacks, and I was like, "I don't know about this. I, mm-hmm. I really, this is something that if I do wrong, my career is literally, I'm done." <laughs> so and then well, you did like, it right, brother. You did it right. It, and I was just like, "I don't know. Like, give me time." Like she's like, "I'll give you a day. Think about it." Though the next day, I was just thinking and thinking. I was like. And it, it, throughout my whole career in radio, I've always wanted to give back to the the the, the FSM citizens and, and the FAS citizens. I just didn't know how. So for me, uh, when Sabrina presented that um, 
that opportunity though it was so so hard at the time it was scary too but i was like you know what let's go let's do this so and uh, you did it man congratulations thank you thank you senator and like i said like i you're one of the 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 guests that i've always wanted on it just so happens that time and and, and, and oh, scheduling yeah. was always a thing but now we're here at the 100th episode so again senator thank you so much uh, thank you for, for having me. on the show all right, Senator, we're going to take a break, but when we come back, we're going to dive into uh, what your 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 two-term is all about. We're going to talk about some of the things that you did, and most importantly, and I think what what everybody is seeing you for right now and is, is praising you for is uh, the cannabis. Yeah, so, absolutely. So we'll talk about that coming up in just a little bit. Guys, you're watching the One Mind Creature Podcast. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Hafrey, Mogathin, and Renanium. Welcome back. 100th episode of the One Mind Creature Podcast, and we're sitting here with the one, the only, Senator Clint Rogel. Brother Clint, thank you, Pui Thank you so much for coming on again. Uh, thank man, you. you two terms and the the Guam legislature. That's huge. Being the first ever, uh, you know, of Chuki's descent. Right. And th- let's call it FSA. You're representing yeah. pretty yeah. much, and I was so happy during that election when the numbers came out. Everything was officialized, and I was just like, "Wow, we're yeah. we did this." I mean, we we saw Barack Obama break, you know. Some, some, yeah. some, you know, in, in for the United States, the first ever black uh, uh, president. But seeing you as somebody from our community make it that far, it was huge in a way that we're like, wow, we're we. If you can do, if you can go that far, then uh, to many of us who are doing great things here, we can make it further than where we are today. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm glad I was able to. You know, anytime I'm able to encourage uh, anyone to do better and and to better themselves and to reach for the stars, honestly, I always mm-hmm. say it: shoot for the stars. Because if you miss, mm-hmm. you land on the moon, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> so I always encourage everyone to aim high, and I'm glad that uh, I've been able to show that you know anything's possible. Yeah, of course. Um, I'm so honored to have been given the opportunity. That the people trusted in me to be able to elect me for two terms as the first uh, um, senator on Guam of FSM descent. Uh, you know, um, uh, it was huge. Yeah, for me personally, of course, absolutely. And for those who don't know, I'm half Chukis. Mm-hmm. My mom is from the outer islands of Chuk, particularly the Mortlock Islands of Chuk, from the island of Te. So shout out to my homies <laughs> from Te. <laughs> <laughs> and from the Mortlocks, so yeah. Um, and my dad is a white American. My late father, he just passed in May uh, of this year, but uh, my father was uh, an American uh, uh, white guy from the States. <laughs> I'm but I was born and raised, in, oh, thank you. I was born and raised uh, on Guam. Oh, wow. Yeah. So uh, anyways, back to your question, I guess it's just, it's been an honor. And I'm glad I was able to represent as best as I could um, our people and to show a positive side to uh, what, you know, people think of as uh, Micronesians. And Mm -hmm. also to remind everyone that we're all Micronesians in this region because this is the Micronesian region. Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, Sander, talk about that. You, you, You got in and, you know... It, it's crazy and you you got in two terms and you had it you you had a goal you're like i'm gonna get in i have things to do i have a checklist to go through exactly and you checked it off with two terms let's talk about uh some of the the some of the things that were on your checklist and then we'll get to the last one which is the huge one which is cannabis so right let's start there oh absolutely so you know when i 
campaigned and you can dig up the old footage if you want i was here on koem's uh uh meet the candidate mm -hmm. or decision uh 2018 yep. uh, it was i think at the time so yes yeah yeah so i was on the show they would ask me what my platform is and i said from the beginning and i stuck to my platform was to make guam green again and that was green with agriculture green with renewable energy green with environmental protections wow. and green with cannabis so those were the the main things in my platform that I was pushing. And I would say, ultimately, you know, we'd be green with cash if we did all these things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so, I've, of course, I've pushed a lot of um, agricultural uh, bills. Um, they're not as uh, the, I mean, they're not as famous as <laughs> the cannabis bill, mm -hmm. of course, is the most famous just because of its nature, right? But I've actually managed to pass quite a few agricultural bills. Most recently, we just uh, passed a bill to allow people to take wild deer fawn wow. uh, orphaned fawn from the jungle so a lot of times hunters mm -hmm. will encounter an orphaned fawn mm -hmm. of deer because the you know parents were hunted maybe mm -hmm. or whatever so they'll come across an orphan fawn and technically they were they weren't supposed to touch them but now they're allowed to take them home raise them as livestock for food mm -hmm. right so that's in line with my idea of agriculture and the reason i'm such a huge proponent of agriculture on guam is we are importing over 90% of the food we eat. And we're seeing right now that uh, when we have problems with shipping and worldwide shipping problems, sometimes the shelves are thin. So we've got to start producing our own food just from a food security standpoint. So this is one effort towards food security, allow people to be able to raise deer. And in the budget process, this year's budget, I managed to find funding in there to give to appropriate to the Department of Agriculture to purchase a mobile slaughterhouse unit. There would be a USDA approved mobile slaughterhouse. Wow. Why is that important? It's important because right now you can't sell any meat in the stores mm -hmm. or any meat that's raised on Guam. Uh, you can't sell any meat in the stores or in uh to restaurants mm -hmm. that's raised on guam unless it's slaughtered in a usda approved slaughterhouse so this is the first step get this mobile slaughterhouse get it usda approved mm -hmm. and then hopefully we can start seeing some locally raised uh animals mm -hmm. <laughs> locally raised meat being able to be sold in guam stores so i think that would open the door for people who are raising pigs people are raising uh, cattle people raising deer or people who are raising um uh carabao even mm -hmm. i see carabao as a possibility mm -hmm. so this is all just to get that sort of kick started and my ultimate vision would be one day to have a uh brick and mortar slaughterhouse mm -hmm. if you will uh but hopefully that will come in the future um other stuff i pushed renewable energy i was a co-sponsor and one of the main champions of a bill to require 100 percent renewable energy by 2045 wow. so that will require guam mm -hmm. to be 100 percent renewable energy by 2045 um i i was a co-sponsor together with uh senator Amanda Shelton. Mm -hmm. So uh, Amanda Shelton was the main sponsor. I was the co-sponsor, but I really pushed it to get to the 100% <laughs> mm -hmm. for 2045. Um, other bills, uh, environmental bills. Uh, here's one, There's others, but here's mm -hmm. one just real quick is um, a bill that allows for um, tax incentives or tax breaks for companies who reduce the waste stream through recycling efforts or other efforts. We did a bill, it's a recycling bill basically, mm -hmm. um, we did that allows uh, companies to be able to get tax breaks if they're able to prove that they're reducing the waste stream in any way. So if wow. they're taking something, recycling it and mm -hmm. selling it, they could get tax uh, breaks, tax incentives wow. for that. So that's, that's one. And then of course, 
The biggest one that everyone's familiar yes. with is the Guam Cannabis Industry Act. Mm -hmm. And that was actually the first bill I introduced and passed wow. in my first mm -hmm. term. So right out the gate, I was like, I'm going to hit the hardest one first mm -hmm. yeah. and go from there. Wow. And, and look how far we've come. And, you know, now we're, we're, we're not there yet. I think there's a couple left, a couple yeah. more left to, to iron out with, you know, the, the selling. We're uh, very yeah. close, but already the rules and regulations have been approved. Two businesses so far have applied for their license, and now it's kind of a long application mm -hmm. process because the Cannabis Control Board wanted to be extremely careful with it. So there's a lot of stuff they have to go through, but the, they've made the first hurdle, which is two uh, companies have gotten their responsible official license, and now they got to go through a few other steps. We still need to get a laboratory here to be able to test it. I have spoken to a couple of uh, potential uh, companies that say that they want to open a laboratory. One supposedly is really close to opening, so be on the lookout for that. Hopefully, they get that laboratory up and running soon so that the cannabis industry can truly take off. All right, Senator, well, we're going to take a break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about um, what's next for Senator Clinton Rachel. Because, like I said, wow, two terms, all of that you just explained with more that we didn't, you know, <laughs> we didn't touch base on. You know, you did so much, and you did. It was such an awesome from from a um, from from a person's per, uh, point of view, from out looking from the outside. You know, it, it's you've done so much, and, just, and it's such Thank great you. bills, and and it's and these are bills that are going to serve not only for today but for the future. And you talk about you know looking at twenty forty five for for stuff like you know uh, making Guam uh, you know one hundred percent renewable energy. I think that is awesome. So that's something. These are th uh, things that you put in play today that we might not see for the next couple of years, but we we'll definitely see in the ten year, twenty year Absolutely. run. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Senator, we're going to take a break, but we'll come back and we'll talk about what's next for Senator Clinton. Thanks. All right, we're back, guys. We're watching the One Micronews Podcast. Hafere Mogathin and Rananim. We're back. One Micronews Podcast, the 100th episode. And wow, the talk so far has been amazing. I love it. <laughs> Sitting here with the one, the only, Senator Clint Rogel. Wow. Uh, Senator, we talked about, we started at the beginning and talk about how the, the podcast all started. You chimed in with, with, with things that you saw on, on your end as a senator uh, through uh, 2019 all the way till today. We got into uh, some of the, the things, that you, not some, the things, the amazing things that, that, that you, you had part in, in in the legislature. So now we're talking about it. Uh, we're getting ready for the uh, general election uh, to ring in the 37th Guam legislature. Yeah. Um, but you're not oh, going to no, be is in it, it. Is it the 37th? 30, yeah. 30, 30, 30, I lost yeah. track. <laughs> He's like, I lost track. One of those, one of those, one of those. So we're getting ready to ring in. Uh, <laughs> Possibly a new legislature, a new legislature <laughs> but you're not going to be in it um, yeah. with, 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 with great reasons behind it. Um, so I guess really let's talk about, before we talk about the reason why you're not going back in, talk about how has it been for you as just not with the bills, but as a, as, as somebody uh, who's served two terms, how's it been? So how has your two terms been? Oh man, first of all, it's just been an amazing experience. Um, so overwhelmed um, with gratitude, honestly. Mm -hmm. It's been an amazing experience. You know, a lot of times my wife and I will talk to each other and be like, can you believe I actually got elected? <laughs> <laughs> I have old friends who be like, they can't believe I made it to the center. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, yeah. So mm -hmm. it's just been, it's just been an amazing experience. 
um, to actually have the opportunity to serve the people of Guam for two terms and to really focus on and push, uh, like we spoke about earlier, um, the items on my agenda to make Guam green again. I really, that was my focus and that, that was my purpose for running anyways, was to get in and, and push those items. And so uh, I feel that I've, uh, I feel very grateful that I've been able to do that. And so it's, it's, it has challenges, mm -hmm. of course. I'm not going to lie. It's a very, very difficult job. It's a very challenging job. Um, the people are always watching you. They want to make sure you're doing what's best for the island. There's a lot of competing interests. Not everyone agrees with you. Um, you're going to get into, you know, disagreements. <laughs> and, and, you know, sometimes there's a lot of negativity that can be involved with mm -hmm. politics. But I tried my best. I did my best mm -hmm. to focus on positive things and pushing and advancing the issues that were important to me and just focusing on that as much as possible. Wow. So, Senator, uh, I know you, I know we've talked about. It. I know you you uh, you put it on social media the reason behind uh, you know you not running again for the thirty seventh uh, Guam legislature. Uh, so, but people for people out there who don't know, uh, just you know, just run it by again. Like, sure, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, you know. First and foremost, it was never my intent to stay in office for a long time. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I wanted to focus on these issues, push them as much as possible to make Guam green again. Those uh, that I mentioned in my platform, those issues in my platform, I wanted to focus on that, pass as much as I could and then get out. I didn't want to stay in and just kind of sit there mm -hmm. and take up space and just hold a seat. You know, for what? I, I had a purpose in mind. I wanted to get these things done and then move on from that. Uh, in addition to that, it's also very challenging um, to juggle uh, personal life and uh, political life, to oh, be yeah. honest. It's very oh, challenging. Yeah. The political life is pretty much a 24-7 thing, especially with this thing, with this cell phone right here. <laughs> with cell phones now, you're constantly on the phone. Mm -hmm. You know, people can message you. They can DM you. They can Facebook you. They can Instagram you. They can tag you on mm -hmm. Facebook. You're like almost 24-7. You're monitoring this stuff. Everyone's reaching out to you. We're in this age of information and constant connection where people are constantly uh, reaching out, which is fine, but it's also very challenging and it's difficult to balance that along with the family. And, and uh, you know, as I was mentioning to you earlier off camera, it's kind of like when you're in, in politics, you know, for me was, to do it right, I had to put that, that became the forefront of my mm -hmm. mind. Everything was, you know, uh, you know, political service, public service was just at the forefront of mm -hmm. everything constantly thinking about you know what should i do should i do this should i do that how should I, how should i respond to this you know responding to people's concerns constantly thinking about that stuff whereas my family goes to the background mm -hmm. right they kind of, you kind of have to put them to the back cuz you have to put the people first because you ran for the people yes. so mm -hmm. you got to put the mm -hmm. public first and because of that it puts your family second mm -hmm. <laughs> and so you know um I had done that for two terms, right? And, you know, now it was time to put my family first, right? And my family in the forefront of my mind. And a lot of the things that I've been struggling with uh, behind the scenes, I didn't, I'm not a very uh, public person when it comes to my private life, but I know I have to share some of it so people understand mm -hmm. a little bit. But I was going through a lot with taking care of my parents. My father passed away in May. 
As I mentioned earlier, he'd been very ill for years since I actually got into office, taking care of my dad, taking care of my mom, who's also has a lot of uh, uh, health problems. Um, so I've been taking care of both of them. And then during the pandemic, we actually had another baby. Yes, <laughs> it was just, congratulations. Uh, oh, thanks. She's uh, in a Guaidza. I love her. Uh, she's um, uh, going to turn two in January. So she's still a baby in diapers. So, you know. I got a lot of these things that are juggling. And if I was to run again, I would really be just be putting them on the back burner again. Mm -hmm. uh, running a campaign and running an office takes a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of effort. You know, I'd be out there waving all the time mm -hmm. and just doing all these different things. So I wanted to, you know, I had to take a step back mm -hmm. from that and say, you know what? I got to think about my family and focus on them first. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Senator, we're going to take a break. But when we come back, it's the last part. It's the goodbyes, the last remarks and all of that. Okay, we'll be back, guys. One Micronesia Podcast. Afade, Mogathin, and Hananim, welcome back. One Micronesia Podcast, the 100th episode, is now coming to an end. Wow, what a talk so far, Senator. That's Thanks. been interesting. Some, it, I think block two for me was the, the most important because, yes, I knew that cannabis was a top of your list. I did not know some of the, the, the stuff that you talked about was a part of your list as well. You know, I know going green was the main thing you were talking about, but, but to know that there are some other things some little sub uh, you know some little items on there that 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 you worked on now realizing it i'm like oh yes so you did so much and in the in the two terms that you you spent in the guam legislature like i said we're taking a break now we talked about the reasoning behind it and then what's next for you um so right now Sander, like i said i started beginning you know it, that 2018 election you got in and and like I said, like as a young person like me from the FSM, seeing somebody like uh, you who have of Chuki's descent making it into the legislature is very inspiring for a young person. So at this point, Senator, um, talk to the the the, the young people of, of, of Micronesia. I'm not going to call it FSM only or FAS or the Marianas. I'm going to call it go. as is for Micronesia. That's talk it. to the youngins of Micronesia. Like, what would you? What message would you tell them? Oh, absolutely. You know, my message is just. You know, don't ever give up. Work hard. You know, have, you know, have a dream. Don't be afraid to dream. You know, dream and then work towards that dream. Have a dream, have a vision, have a goal. Set yourself goals. Figure out what is it you want to become, you know. Uh, if you want to become a police, whatever it is, you want to become a police officer, work towards that. Figure out what does it take to become a police officer. Talk to police officers. Ask them, sir, how, how would I become a police officer? You want to be a fireman? Work hard to become a fireman. Talk to firemen that you know. Ask them, what does it take to become a fireman? Uh, find mentors in the area that you want to be involved in and learn from them, ask them to help show you the ropes on how to get involved in something. Uh, if you want to be a doctor, a physician, whatever, same thing applies. You want to be a teacher, an educator, you want to be a construction worker, whatever you want to be, you can be it. You can do it. You just have to put the work in and you have to believe in it. You have to believe in yourself and don't be afraid to ask other people for help and guidance along the way. And you can really accomplish anything you put your mind to. All right. Wow. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Senator. Um, so I guess we'll move on to the last remarks here. Anything uh, you want to throw in before we close out? Um, just, you know, that, you know, um, I'm so grateful to the people of Guam for giving me this opportunity to serve these two terms in the legislature. It's been an ultimate honor of mine. I'm so grateful and thankful. Um, thankful to the people of the FSM and FAS communities, uh, 
the people of Guam who voted for me. And uh, and thank you for your podcast and for having me on okay. today. Uh, it's been such an honor. I just can't even begin to express the honor and gratitude I have for everyone. Thank you. All right, guys. Well, that pretty much uh, brings us to a close again, Senator. Thank you so much for, for honoring you know the podcast, the 100th episode with your presence here. And like I said, thank you for all that you've done uh, in your two terms, the things that you've set up to, to not only for today and tomorrow, but for the future of Guam and you know hopefully down the line for Micronesia. So thank you so much for, for being an inspiration to kids from the FSM, especially a young kid like me. Thank you so much. Thanks, Walag. <laughs> Thank you, Bipui. <laughs> so, all right, guys, that pretty much concludes the 100th episode of the One Micronesia Podcast. We'll catch you guys on the next one. My name is Victorious. This is, has been a great one with Senator Clint Rigel. We'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.